episode five. This is the podcast, Rewritten Pages, with your host, Ayan. Everyone has a story to tell, and in this story, I tell it how I want to. So let's start from the beginning, and it was written. I'm a cop, and you will respect my authority! Authority figures. Who comes to mind? Some very common responses would be a police officer, teacher, manager, a government official like a mayor or a governor, but even closer to home. They could be a mother, father, or some form of a legal guardian. An authority figure is an individual or collective group that, as defined by dictionary.com, demands obedience. This degree of control is imposed onto others and is regarded as absolute, based primarily on a real or even perceived notion of hierarchy. For the most part, in society, we have all been conditioned to believe that those in authoritative positions must be obeyed, a belief that should not be questioned, it is not up for debate, there is no choice, a form of learned behavior that from a very early age has shaped the way we think. Now, it is important to note that in society, inequities exist. To note, an individual's socioeconomic status denotes certain types of privileges in society, and it has been shown to have a correlation with power and control. And therefore, it can be said that a low socioeconomic status, whether it's education, income, and occupation, can mean reduced or little to no power. And so, society through a power structure, I'm a cop, and you will respect my authority! Yeah, through established authority figures, has systematically used its advantages in this system to marginalize the weak. Let's first take a look at the family household, the root of society. The learning process first begins in the home. It is where the norms, the values, and beliefs of the culture are cultivated. For the most part, it has always been the older generation to pass along such knowledge to the younger generation, so as to ensure continuity of the people as a whole. The reason society is able to withstand time. It is important to note that the majority of this responsibility is placed upon the parents. Many of us have heard the phrase, honor thy father and thy mother one of the Ten Commandments in the Hebrew Bible. It is also an accepted notion in many, if not all, cultures, and this indoctrination of children obedience has successfully been implanted in our society. It can be seen in the average family household and in the school system. It sets up the stage for the young to become so-called exemplary citizens in society, as it has been taught from an early age that obedience is absolute. Throughout history, the poor have suffered the most hardships, The poor have become accustomed over time to people telling them what to do because of their lack of power. They have no power in the system, so they can't go against the system. They have more to lose than to win. A lose-lose situation. Now for the poor, learning is a form of survival. To avoid any problems, you do as you are told. You do not question authority or else face the consequences, retaliation, or even death. You've heard your mother say, because I said so. On the other hand, the rich are not subject to many of the obstacles faced by their counterparts. So instead, they can enjoy the luxuries of life. Their kids are taught that questioning is learning. And so, even from a young age, a division division has already occurred. And this is not to say that our parents are at fault. This is just the stage that society, the world, has set. Our parents have taught us what they know works best. Society has already chosen who the victors and who the losers are. For knowledge is power, and money is power. Closed-minded thinking 
shackled in captivity versus open-minded thinking, free to dream, imagine, and create. And in this world, unfortunately, only the strong survive. However, it is not to say that our lives are predestined by any means. I truly believe we are all in control of our own destiny. I don't like when people tell me what to do. Because the way I look at it, like, I know what the fuck I have to do. And to be honest, I'd be looking like, who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? I just find that whole shit crazy. And just living life, I learned real quick, you have to learn to ask the questions that start with why. Why do you want me to do this? Why do you want me to say this? And the purpose for asking these type of questions is for understanding. You can't learn if you don't know. And at the end of the day, we all have goals that we're all aiming for. Naturally, we're all pretty selfish individuals. It's called self-preservation, survival. So the thing is, there is no such thing as a coincidence. When people act, they act with intention, intentions with goals. So when someone does something, don't think, oh, that was random. Oh, they meant nothing by it. When in actuality, they probably meant it for that very reason. And to give you another example, people also might do things to incite you. So they know if they antagonize you by using a certain word or by a form of action, there's plenty of ways it could be accomplished, but it will be something that they know will get underneath your skin. They'll do it in order for you to get act out of character, potentially to get you to do something that you normally wouldn't do in a normal situation. Their action being intentional, technically how you react may have been not intentional because you acted emotionally. Your actions may have been intentionally meant to get even, but I mean, there was not an action that you independently proceeded to start. There in itself lies a danger. Acting without thinking can be dangerous because it puts someone else in charge of you. So pretty much there is no such thing as a coincidence and there is no such thing as an unintentional act. So always ask yourself, why did this person do this or why did they say this? The reason being because there will always be an underlying scheme of things. There is always an intent, a purpose, or goal. That's just the way I look at things. In comparison, these individuals or groups in authoritative positions may use their power to get you to do things that they want done. So you have to look at it like you don't want to be another pawn in this trust game. And that's the way I look at things. First and foremost, always ask the question why. If not, people will take advantage of you. They will do what they want, when they want. They will have done it until you have served their purpose. And at the end of it all, they will kick you off to the side and keep on going. That's all it is. You would have become another pawn in the chess game. And these individuals are very selfish, self-serving. They will stop at no means. Do not succumb so naively. Now comes the part where I double-cross you. Dai Li, arrest the Fire Nation princess. I said, arrest her. What is wrong with you? It's because they haven't made up their minds. They're waiting to see how this is going to end. What are you talking about? I can see your whole history in your eyes. You were born with nothing, so you've had to struggle and connive and claw your way to power. But true power? The divine right to rule is something you're born with. The fact is, 
They don't know which one of us is going to be sitting on that throne, and which one is going to be bowing down. But I know, and you know. Well... You've beaten me at my own game. Don't flatter yourself. You were never even a player. So listen, if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend, and keep listening to hear more. Okay, so I ain't got really much else to say. This is a podcast, Rewritten Pages, signing off.